Andrea Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings. I'm still thinking about the idea that enough is a feast. Like the Ann Dodson song that says, the house is clean, the wood is stacked, there is plenty on the shelf, the only thing that's in the way is simply you, yourself. So what would be my feast? And as usual, the feast was going to be something totally unexpected. In high school, I was terrible at algebra, but I loved geometry. I loved the simplicity and balance of the shapes, metaphors for a good life. If you're in balance, you have less chance of falling over. You don't get entangled in unnecessary trivia. You stay on track and not off in the bushes where there are all kinds of jackals just waiting to devour you. When you're in balance, you're streamlined. You don't have any resistance. You're all about speed and beauty. You're moving forward, not wobbly or zigzagged, but grounded and stable. Given my love for geometry, it was not too surprising that I became fascinated by a local artist who used sacred geometry to draw tarot cards. A short visit to her studio left me mesmerized by the giant shapes covering her walls, and she was offering classes in how to draw these sacred figures. I've studied tarot cards a lot over the years. They're wonderful, but I blew past the tarot cards part and headed straight for the sacred geometry. It was a moth to the flame thing. Now, a few weeks before this, I thought I had ordered Drunvalo's sacred geometry book, Flower of Life, but apparently I didn't. Sometimes I'm not too organized, but I'd like to think that the universe was telling me the right book, just not the right time. So we'll cancel that order for now. Perhaps the universe was telling me that the best way to understand sacred geometry is to actually draw the figures rather than study them. It's like the difference between playing a musical instrument and listening to somebody else play it. Very different experiences. Now, I don't consider myself an artist, but I had to take those drawing classes with the tarot card lady. Remember the moth to the flame thing? After the first class, I was hooked. I was feasting. Not much of a shopper, I now reveled in finding just the right T-square and the perfect compass. Drawing the figures became a spiritual experience, and I wanted more. Now, you might think that drawing these figures is simple, but I guarantee it's very complex, and that made things even more compelling. After the second class, I went home and spent an entire evening mastering the drawing of a hexagon. That night, I went to bed absolutely high, higher than any drug could have taken me, and I laughed when I thought that I was probably the only person on the face of the earth going to bed in sheer ecstasy because I could draw a hexagon. I was feasting. I'm still drawing and studying the esoteric wisdom of sacred geometry, this myriad of beautiful shapes that contain the blueprints for the mysteries of the universe. 
Could I have imagined when I surveyed my full shelves in Woodstack that I would be going out the door to have a date with a compass and a T-square? And what will be your feast? Are you ready for a beautiful mystery? I wish that perfect feast, the one that fills you and is just enough, the one that is just perfect, is waiting there for you. Perfect. Well, at least for today. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.